Good morning, friends. This is Christine DiGiacomo. I'm back, and I'm entitling today's briefing Sacred Ground and Satan Ground because it fits the last week in my life. On Thursday afternoon, I opened my MacBook and could get nothing but a white screen and a flashing question mark. I soon learned that was bad news. Actually, really bad news. After a visit to Apple's most highly recommended disk recovery guys, I was told I had catastrophic hard drive failure. I was able to recover absolutely nothing. I lost all of my morning briefings, and worse yet, I lost my address lists, which circled the globe. I knew the evil one was involved. Why would I make such a dramatic statement? Because it was a critical time in terms of ministry. You see, that same day I had held my weekly conference call prayer meeting, then headed to Women of Passion, where I spent a good deal of time teaching all the women how to lead someone into the life-changing, eternity-altering prayer to make Jesus the leader of their life. Oh, it was so rich. And the next day was to be the first Long Beach downtown prayer meeting. The kingdom stakes were high. I am often asked, is what I am experiencing a spiritual attack? Or did Satan cause this to happen when something really difficult occurs in life? Here's the thing. How do you know? Truly, bad stuff happens, even to God's children, no matter what Joel Osteen says. Stay with me. Trials are a part of life. In fact, James says we should consider it joy when trials come knowing that the testing of our faith develops perseverance, and perseverance matures us. God does not cause trials, but he does allow them. Nothing gets to the believer but what the Father has allowed it. Some trials are allowed for our growth. Other trials come because we live our lives out of control. We have no margins and no way to absorb a ripple or a bump in the road. Finally, there are times when Satan comes after the believer in such a way as to turn him from his task at hand. If you wonder what kind of trial has besieged you, interview yourself. Start by saying, when this tornado hit me, was I risking something for God? Was I about the Father's business? If you weren't, then maybe it was just a bowling ball of life, knocking over a few of your pins. Yes, I have learned it as a timing thing, and because of that, I knew it was the devil who had caused the loss of my Bible studies, precious email addresses of brothers around the world, and yes, even the pictures of my lovely daughter's summer wedding and the sports photos of my boys. Initially, I was brokenhearted at my loss, but then I realized I was also angry because I had been ripped off. But friends, that is the modus operandi of the evil one. The devil is a thief and a liar. Why, Jesus himself said, he is a liar and the father of lies. He is an accuser and reminds you of your sin and guilt. Friend, if you continue to falter because you turn around and look at your past, that is not the Lord bringing you back to that place. It is the devil. The Lord is anxious to forgive sin. In fact, the psalmist said, as far as the east is from the west, he removes our sin from us when we confess. Then, when the excruciating headache set in, I knew. That clinched it. Not even Vicodin brought pain relief. So what then? When there is a realization that the evil one is trying to thwart holy plans or purposes, it should instantly cause us to give thanks that we are on the right track. 
If we weren't doing something that mattered for the kingdom, why would Satan even bother? Usually he wouldn't. As we already said, bad stuff just happens. It is because we live in an imperfect world, with an imperfect environment, and imperfect, flawed human beings. Give thanks. That's what you need to do when the trials hit. Praise God who is on the throne. Second, abide in the presence of God. For the believer, we know God is there, but we often don't conduct ourselves as though he is. We do not seek to remain in his presence, hear his every word, or sense his quiet leading. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. And that from Isaiah chapter 30, verse 21. One more time. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. Hear me on this. Sometimes when you are being Satan ground, that is, ground by Satan, it is sacred ground, like when God told Moses he was standing on sacred or holy ground. It is in a time of extreme sifting when we are meant to turn to God, draw strength from him, and take our solace in him. Truly, Jesus understands, so abide in him. Lean on God's promises, such as, He who watches over Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps, and he will not give you more than you can bear. 1 Corinthians 10, verse 13. And how about, He will never leave you or forsake you. Hebrews 13, verse 5. Perhaps this will help some of you who are struggling. I pray so. I am rebuilding. Six days later, my headache is lessening, and I will get a morning briefing out to you. So, this would be a great time to add your friends to the morning briefing distribution. And if you have asked me to add anyone in the last several months, would you be so kind as to send me their email addresses again? In the meantime, stand strong in the Lord, my dear ones. Until tomorrow, if you would like to see this in its entirety, you can go to pastorwoman.com, click on Morning Briefings, and the title is Sacred Ground and Satan Ground.